Welcome to Show Us Your Bits podcast. It's season three. This is the podcast about the stories behind the jewellery and the keepsakes we love. Each week we talk to storytellers, makers, artists, founders and entrepreneurs about their most loved treasures. I'm Alice Rivers-Cripps, the founder and creative director of Posh Totty Designs, the original hand-stamped jewellery company, and we're celebrating our 20th year this year. Oh Alice, that's great! And I'm Josie Lloyd, an author of novels like The Cancer Ladies Running Club and Life Saving for Beginners, as well as parodies and screenplays. But most of all, Alice, I love a good natter. Let's get on with the show! Hey Alice! We're back. We're back! Uh, Season 3 of Show Us Your Bits podcast. Welcome! Welcome. I can't believe it's January 2024. I know that feels like a superhuman in the future date, doesn't it? Yeah, it it does. I never thought it would... How was Christmas? Amazing. Had a fabulous Christmas. Probably one of my favourites in terms of the chilledness of it. Um, my cousin came down who runs her own catering company, which yeah. I'm going to speak oh, I about. Met her. Yeah, yeah. My kitchen, your place. Um, and it's based in Suffolk and it's incredible. She does the most amazing weddings and celebrity events and stuff. She came down and cooked the whole thing. Oh, do you know? It's the, it's it the relative incredible. that cooks. My brother-in-law turned amazing. up. He runs a hotel in Canterbury and he turned up with pre-packed amazing gravy and this gorgeous turkey and everything. He did everything. And we went to the pub on Christmas Day, didn't I we? I know. I saw you there. Really fun. In fact, I have to say that your present you gave me on Christmas Day was one of my favourite presents. It was a long box of matches, which came in very handy because there's no light in the smoking? The yeah, the... No, no, because for the fires, because nobody can ever find... You write, you lay You're the right, fire and they can never find any matches. And uh, my brother-in-law smokes. But he, had a, he had a lighter, but he was guarding it closely. And of course, you know, it's, it was one of the lighter at the end. So even if you used it, it could... Was it like a zipper? Yeah, no, it's like a, like a plastic one. Anyway, anyway, so the long matches were very, very handy. They've been amazing sellers in our store, actually, because we've got the most amazing um, matches, the most gorgeous matches. We've gorgeous, yeah. for Valentine's What'd you well, get, What'd you really... get for Christmas, then? So, I would say that my favourite was a neon diffuser, like smelly stuff. I got Ooh, lots of nice. lovely underwear, I got lots of... Lovely bits and bobs. Oh, I got a little T-shirt that was embroidered with pickle. Oh, sweet. Um, which is our little nickname. So, yeah, so that was gorgeous. Yeah, so lots of lovely, lovely bits. But my, um, I found it a bit depressing because I um, got my kids loads of different pairs of pants. I wasn't the most adventurous <laughs> pants. this year. Yeah, for pants the teenage pants, boys. Which is hilarious because really that's probably something I'm supposed to give them anyway yeah. as a parent. Yeah, yeah. you it's should a... really close them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not it's really a Christmas present. But they were very nice about it. But when... Um, my husband got them Silverstone car oh, racing they virgin was... experience. Oh, they're so excited about that. That was the most exciting thing ever. So I did suggest I really to Rue that we... I failed this I know. Year. I did suggest to Rue that we go and do the podcast from there. So we can... I got a proper Nana present this year. I got a foot spa. I it's mean... Like getting a toaster or... I know, but I did ask for it. I was very... You know, I got some lovely things as well. But I got my, my foot spa, my plug-in foot spa. <gasps> Have it's you delicious. used it? Yes, it's delicious. It's so nice. And you're going to have the most beautifully pedicured feet. Well, no, not summer. with my bunion. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just that I have achy feet because I'm an old lady now. And, um, Hardly. No, it's just, uh, but it's really nice putting my feet in the in the thing. But it's it's interesting about presents, isn't it? Because we get in such a pickle usually pre-Christmas about buying everybody presents. And this year, I don't know what it was to do with 
dad dying earlier in the last year, so I, we didn't have any parents mm. present. But I kept having that feeling pre-Christmas of like, there's something. Something I should be worrying about. And it was a bit like, have I left a child in the car somewhere? You know that feeling of like... <laughs> How many times did that happen? Like, anyway. <laughs> um, but, you know, that feeling of like, oh, should I be really, really worried about something? And then I kept thinking, what is it? What is it that I should be stressed about? And I was thinking, oh, it's Christmas. Don't give a damn. Mm. And I just had this feeling of like, oh, it'll all be just be quite chilled, which is quite unusual for me. I feel like I, I've, I've stepped into a slightly more zen zone. I feel a bit zen. I feel, I feel, and I don't know whether it's because I'm not drinking. It could just be dry January zen. Yeah, I'll break you. I've I'm got. breaking you on that one. You're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> but I do, yeah. and I feel like I've got my little diffuser sm- sending out lovely scents around my yeah. bedroom. And I feel like I'm sleeping better, um, and I feel like I'm more relaxed and like a yeah, lot but nicer no... to live with. Uh, you see, that's good. There are the excesses of Christmas. I'm I'm easing into January because I thought I was in uh, Rome for New Year. I'll tell you about that in a sec. But um, they do the 6th of January in Europe as their kind of big, all you know, Saints Day, don't they? The mm. Three Kings is on the 6th of January. And actually, it's really... I thought, well, actually, I'm not going to do anything until after the 6th of January. And I do think that people really shouldn't go back to work until after the 6th of January. To be fair, it did feel a bit soon this year. Like, the yeah, 2nd the of January is mental. Everybody yeah. was a bit... Yeah, we were all a bit like, oh, hang on, I'm still recovering yeah. from the hangover. Yeah, I don't think anybody should um, go back to work until the, until Ploughman's Day, apparently, on, on the 7th of January, which is where the ploughmen had off until... 7th of January. So I do think I do think that we should is have a slow the, start to the year. Is it the 6th of January which is women's day where women were allowed to go into the pub and have their own celebration after having gone all out for Christmas and done mm. everything and then they get their own special day. I've heard about this. I'm not yeah. sure what whether well, it's I the 6th, but it sounds honest, like it sounds every, like it, it's definitely the beginning of January and all the women I mean, this must have been a thing up until the 50s or whatever, but they would all get together and then they'd be allowed into the... Into the pub. Into the pub. Oh, my God. Which, how, you know, we've come a long just, way since we've then. We've definitely come a long way since then. But yes. uh, yeah, but New Year in Rome. Oh, Emily and I snuck off for a little 48 hours. My children were having a party in the house. Oh, I wanted to find out about how that went. Oh, my God. So we have had parties in our house before with the teens, uh, which has gone disastrously wrong. And there was one... <laughs> One memorable occasion when I came back and I said, have you cleared up the house? And they said, yes. And I arrived in the kitchen and my daughter handed me a kind of wilted bunch of flowers and she went, we've cleared up. And I went, I would come over there and punch you, but my feet are stuck to the floor. And they hadn't washed the floor and the whole the whole floor was like, like this. It was just revolting. Anyway. Um, I don't so, even want to think about no, what that exactly, might No, exactly. So I did say, you don't, you can't have a party in the house again. They're, they're older now, so they were kind of arguing between who was going to have the party. But they did have a party, or, like, or two of them had a party in the house with all their friends. And it was Do you really know how fun. How many people were there? I don't really want to know, but I think it must have been about Did you 40 not or 50. use a camera, like a ring, you know, one no. of the ring doorbell cameras, and no. just count, like, whilst you're in Rome going, no. <gasps> I just, no, I just completely wanted to disengage with the whole thing because I trust them, you yep. know. And um, they so are they, good girls. They were good and they had a really good party and the whole house was clean. I did find a few squashed house plants, you know. I have found a few things around the house. That's pretty but, lucky. But, you know, actually, no breakages, all pretty good. And I, meanwhile, Emily and I went to Rome. Oh, heaven. I mean, I haven't been to Rome for years since I was a... It's one of my favourites. You know, in a, since gorgeous. I was in our 20s. Trastevere is my favourite Yeah, that's where we stayed. Yeah, and we st- it's so cool. It's kind of this little, little area. bars. Little bars. And we were upstairs in this real... I mean, it's a bit of a shonky Airbnb, but it was really fun. It was above this bar in this building. It had, like, an amazing roof terrace. So you could hear everything going on. Oh. And um, and we just went out every day and we did 
so many steps. I mean, we so ate so nice. much pasta, but also and pizza. But we did we worked it all off because we went we walked all the way to the uh, Villa Borghese and we saw the Rubens exhibition, which was magical. Amazing. We went to St Mark's Square. We did the whole we 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 did basically did Roman holiday. Which is one of my oh, favourite films, yes. and we so we put our hands in the Bocca de Luca. I saw that, that picture. I it loved it. It was lovely. We'll on, it yeah, was really fun, and we went to Nonna Better. Your um, my favourite restaurant of all time, which is in the is, in the Jewish quarter in yes. Rome, and it's absolutely wonderful. The, I had Nonna's it's, ragu. Oh my it, god, Nonna's ragu. <gasps> Heaven, it's incredible. But I have to say, I have to tell you the story of Rupert, uh, my youngest, when he was about six. We went to Rome. And we went to this fabulous restaurant. It was like my third time there. And we were all sat there as a family. He got the spaghetti that was kind of a bit adult for him at that yeah. age. You know, there was a lot of flavour there. And um, and he was eating it. And he was like saying quietly, you know, I really don't like this. I really don't like this. And we were like, just eat it. And he was like, I really don't like it. It was like, just eat it. Just eat it. And then the uh, waiter came over and uh, he said, oh, I'm sorry, what do you say? I shouldn't really try and do an Italian accent, it's terrible. Um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, he said, I was hoping he'd go, oh, nothing. But he went, I don't really like this pasta. And, because um, he talks like that. And <laughs> <laughs> he'll hate me for this. Anyway, and, uh, and the waiter said, oh, well, I feel like you need to tell the chef. He picked up his chair. <laughs> And took him out to the kitchen where then there were pots and pans banging and the guy was, what do you mean you don't like my food? What do you mean you don't like my food? It was one of the most hilarious moments and then literally Rupert came back out again, sat down at the chair and he went, I love this spaghetti. (laughs) And that was it. It was like brilliant. You know, I was like, I don't know what you did, but you know, you know, he's never complained about food ever since. Um, And what did you do for New Year? Tell me about your New Year. So we had the most amazing Christmas because we had the Christmas up until the 27th. Yeah. And then on the 27th, we took a flight to Nice with quite a few of our friends and their kids. And we all went skiing up in the mountain in Isola 2000, which I absolutely love. Is that, I've never heard of that. It's, it's a little tiny resort and it's mostly French, but it's just up from Nice and you can even get a bus that costs about three euros um, from the airport that will take you up the mountain. But we weren't, we were going to have to wait a few hours with our flight. So it kind of made sense for us just to kind of just get a big minibus and we all went up there. But we, yeah, got there. It was amazing. We were staying in a hotel actually on the slope. So you literally glide out of your, you know, you have breakfast and then you put your skis on and then you're out on the slope. It was quite sunny, so there was less was there snow. Because snow? there was not that much there snow was this less year. less snow than I would have hoped for. Yeah. But yeah, all going really well. Lots of fondues, lots of fun, lots of apres ski. Sunny, fabulous. Yeah. And then on the final day, I decided to ski down a little green slope that I wasn't supposed to go on because there were actually there was a red restriction but the idea of going down this blue slope scared me more but yeah. I thought oh, I'm just going to go skin. down the dodgy yeah. dodgy green one and I thought I'll walk if I have to and uh, you can tell I'm not a great skier just from that <laughs> um, and um, I we were going down and we got down and I was like yes brilliant I've managed to get down this slope that we weren't even supposed to be on and we got to the uh got to the bottom and there was the bar in front of me oh and you wanted to and, get to it fast and everybody was in the bar <laughs> and I was like we were kind of heading to the bar and I decided to there was the option of going left to the bar and round there was the option of going right and round this massive shrubbery of frozen ice with grass and trees and and I decided to go straight through the middle right 
No idea okay. why. Got no idea why my brain told me that that was the option. But I went straight into it, fell backwards, and dislocated <gasps> my shoulder <gasps> out the back. Wow! Yeah, I know. Oh, my God, did that um, hurt? It was the most horrific thing ever. Probably, like, yeah, the most, I mean... The most painful thing ever. More than childbirth, which was a cesarean, so I don't know that counts. <laughs> count. but, uh, but it was horrific. And um, so I went to the doctor up, up in the mountain, and he, as soon as I walked in, was like, we need to give her morphine. So I was given morphine. I was given air, gas and air. And then he tried to put it back in again because he said it's... He also said it was one of the most excruciating things you can do. So he basically was... Did he wrench it back in? So like he wrenched movies? it back in, but it kept <gasps> popping out the other side. So he was <laughs> popping out the other side. I don't know if it was popping out the other side. But there was a nurse holding me down. And I did was you have high a, and happy. Did you have um, a thing between your teeth? Uh, like no, the, no. No, I just... <laughs> <laughs> but he, um, he kept popping. And then he said, I think I might break your collarbone. So I'm going to have to send you in an ambulance. So I then got wrapped up in literally traction across my head everything the whole of my body unable to move got taken down it normally takes an hour and a half to get down the mountain but it took three and a half hours because they kept they went really really slowly and they kept checking every time I winced they were like stopping and re-wrapping me up I mean they were very sweet oh Um, but I had like five men staring at me and they wouldn't let anyone else in the ambulance and I didn't have my wallet or anything because I'd been on the slopes and I hadn't got my wallet and so I ended up in this hospital in Nice with no ID no wallet nothing worse than that I'd taken my coat off when it was not hurting so much and then couldn't (laughs) couldn't get my coat back on again so I didn't have a coat either so it was kind of winter got to the hospital and they like you know gave me more morphine more gas and air and all I kept thinking was I'm desperate for a wee (laughs) and I was so desperate for a wee and in the end it was so awful but in the end in this room this man came in and he was like and I was like toilet toilet and uh he was like okay and then he had to take my salopettes and my leggings off and then just yeah bright lights oh everything oh he like slowly pulled my salopettes off slowly pulled my leggings off you know and i didn't realize i was going to be showing me underwear so i hadn't got the best pants on and um not showing you bits you know (laughs) (laughs) and then i had to do it on a blooming bowl oh the indignity it was so it was so horrific that was the worst bit of the whole thing and then about an hour later they popped it back in again and then they were like oh you're free to go and that man was the one that showed me out. And I was like, oh my God. And they've seen it all before. And I had no I had no coat or ID. Oh no. So it was pretty. So I was like, it's a no chance I can stay in A&E for the night. Um, oh. Yeah, so it was pretty awful. But the next day we ended up um, in Nice having a fabulous New Year's Eve. And I had a sling and I was all fine. And actually... It's, Is it all right now? Yeah, it's, it feels fine now. It feels... Yeah, it's incredible how our bodies recover. Isn't, isn't it? it? But yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's all good. Incredible. I mean, it, it, I get a little bit of a... In the evenings or when it's wet. Oh, God. <laughs> some reason. That's a bit, that's not, but yeah. Well, at least, you know, you started the but new it's year. it's all good. Yes. You started the new year. I started... Yeah, the first... From the first, it from was the all first, good. First, yeah. first, not so good, but yeah. I eased into the new year. I kind of thought, well, you know, we're going to do it. But I have had a little bit of a technological disaster. I went to the swimming lanes love going to the swimming lanes, stuck my nose out the door, too windy to cycle. So I thought, I'll I'll take the car, because it looks like it's going to rain as well. I'll go in the car, which I usually cycle, but I went in the car. Got to the thing, it's a paid-by-phone. Hate the paid-by-phone, because I liked being able to put money in a machine and get a little slip of paper for my gum or my lipstick, you know, on a bit of paper, you know, that thing. Anyway, pay-by-phone. Can't download the pay-by-phone app because my iCloud storage is full. 
it's squeaking at me and saying, play for more storage. And I'm like, ooh. Um, and also I've forgotten my password to the I Apple, the thing, the you know, that you forget the passwords. Anyway, so I forget my password. So I change my password. Get Anyway, eventually download the app, but my card's expired. Do I have my cards with me? No. So it's all a bit of a debacle. So I parked the car. I didn't get a ticket, thank God. Um, get home, but my computer is now freaking out because somehow my Apple ID has changed and I can't, but I can't get onto the internet because my date and time has changed on my computer. This is so boring. But basically, I rang up somebody in Apple and I landed up being driven around to do in some weird bit of my computer to do some strange coding, which she put on, she put me on the phone to do this coding thing. Well, like a verification? No, it was kind of like actually in the code type these letters and she said oh it's a glitch so we know it's a glitch that's going on and then you need to upgrade your you need to get upgrade the thing but meanwhile when I've been I de- deleted some documents because I thought you have your things on your folders on your laptop and then it's backed up into the cloud no no they those are the cloud and so when you delete the documents you've got anyway so I upgraded my software the operating software and basically I've wiped my computer so I've lost everything so I've lost two half finished novels all my poems my lockdown diary um and your lockdown diary i know i mean not like you know two and a half novels two and a half yeah lots of poems mawkish poems my children were going to read when i die but they're spared that now (laughs) (laughs) lucky them them. but um yeah so that was do you not think you'll be able to rewrite any well i well i have managed to recover files that i've downloaded so anything that i've sent of import I said, but also, I mean, I've written, I write novels, so actually, I there's a sort of comfort blanket in having all the different drafts of them, but then they kind of go through this editing process, and then it goes to the publishing house, and then it kind of eventually lands up as a book. So you don't need all of that. And actually, it made me think about storage, and actually, do I really need a supercomputer being cooled with vast amounts of energy to store, Environmentally, to no. store pictures of my children gurning? And I kind of decided no. So I have severed my link with the cloud. So now I've, you're just a... I'm, I'm bareback riding. you cash under your bed. <laughs> I'm cash under my bed, bareback riding. I've got... <laughs> Back. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing a I'm doing a backup on my on a on a hard drive and you know it makes me think as well though because it could so easily happen and yeah you wouldn't want to lose all that stuff so no yeah. I mean I've lost sort of drafts of my screenplay and but we're very trusting aren't we we just kind of trust but also it just okay. made me feel really kind of out of grasp of technology because you know that whole thing of in our lifetime, we've seen so much technology. I mean, my children laugh about the fact that we used to have phone calls with, like... Do you remember, the, do you remember seeing... on that? We were watching a, a film, like an old film at Christmas, and they were saying, God, look at those telephone cords, and that you would have a telephone cord that you would go around the corner. And we, that was... That happened in American movies, and we're like, wow, they have telephones with really long cords because we could only have used the like mustard telephone, rotary phone by the front door because yeah, exactly. the cord was that long. And you'd have to sit and on the, the Americans, stairs. Do you remember how ex- exotic it was? The Americans would take a phone call and go into a separate room. Yeah, it's Although, amazing. I have to say, bugbear, bugbear, the whole separate room thing um, in movies. Have you noticed that people say all the time in scripts and in movies, okay? Can I just have a word privately or something? Obviously in Americans, so usually Americans that say this. And that people people have to separate themselves to go and have a conversation privately. Have you noticed that? You will notice it now. But rather than what? What's well it? people don't do that. People kind of do you do you ever have you ever asked somebody to leave a conversation? No, it'd be really rude. It'd be really rude, wouldn't it? I just I think culturally I've like uh. <laughs> They say I was say you and I were talking and you said, Oh James, could you actually could we just have a 
do you mind if I had just had a word with Joe on her own? No, you're right. When that, that never does happen. But you're now, right. yeah. now I'm going to start noticing. Now you're going to notice yeah. it's like my empty bags thing. Shh, 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 shh. But yeah. you're right. No, they do. Like comedy. Like there they go. You know, and then yeah. they go. By the way, yes. But we would whisper. Like, it. But you'd be like, no, you'd never. If talk you were about the other person, you'd be going, sorry, what's going on? What's going? They don't ask people to leave in series and things. No, I've noticed this all the time. Anyway, you wouldn't. There we are. But anyway, can I just say back to your tech thing? I just banged my fingers on the table. Come on, my rings. I've got far too many rings on. Do, is it just me, or do you struggle to know? Like, there doesn't seem to be a guidebook on how to do these things. Like, you're, yeah. it's like you're, you're supposed, supposed to know by osmosis. Yeah. Like, you're, yeah. you're like, like, how do I know how, how to do what I'm doing? How am I supposed to? It's like, you know? it's like <laughs> Instagram podcasting. I mean, we're doing this. We're recording this on my QuickTime but on my on my, my MacBook. Kids, because it seems to be in they, there. They, they seem to. It's like it's well, like. Yeah. It's, like, I, it's like gaming. You're probably better at gaming than me. I've, I don't I, game. No, I don't game, but I, I'm, I stuck. I can't even use the no, joystick. No, this is yeah. the thing. I'm stuck on Wii Tennis. That's, that's, I'm back in 2010. That's my limit. That's where my you gaming... You can't do anything apart from holding your yeah, hand, wait. Exactly. Yeah, and so I can do that. You don't have to press anything. <laughs> I could do that. I could do Wii Sometimes Tennis. Sometimes, when I have actually played like FIFA football or or one of the th- games with the kids or something, I'll just be like that, moving everything so fast and furiously. Yeah. And um, the buttons, and then there's the buttons at the back, and there's buttons at oh, the front, and I'll just, just be like... Really, 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 yeah, everything it, yeah. And sometimes I win. Oh, uh, you see. And that's just that's, a fluke, because I haven't got a, a clue what I've done. Oh, oh, in fact, I used to do that back in the day with Street Fighter. Street Fighter 2, when I was oh. at university. St- one oh, of the boys yes. in my place had Street Fighter 2 and I just used to press the buttons really, really fast yeah, yeah. and it would like be like punching and kicking like, and everything and like, then it would find out it's thing got about... like some secret, secret thing that it would do yeah. and it would, yeah, yeah and, and yeah. that would be it, I'd win. Do you think though, as you're younger than me, but as a middle-aged woman, should I keep up with technology or should I... Well, I think well, so, because well, otherwise you're going to be left behind. I know, but I do feel like there's too much of it and I don't understand, but I also feel like a bit of a Luddite and then I kind of think, well... I don't I mean I'm I'm shirtily going, I do not wish to have your cloud. And do you know I, what though? There's but, things like my mum recently told me about train line and that you can buy a train ticket online. <laughs> and I was always like, I've got to get there really early and then I've got to stand in a queue and then I've got to get my ticket. And I mean, literally up until about a year ago, I was standing in the queue, whatever time. And then she told me about train line and now I'm like, this is amazing. I you know, can get a ticket. That, except that you can't get, I've never found out a way of on train lines that you can get on your, getting a travel card. Like a day travel card on train line, I find really difficult. I I agree. You can get it, but you. But I it, can't. It, it, I find that very difficult to actually navigate to find. You know, but that's so that's me. Note that's to but train again, line. But that's also again apps difficult to use. But there we are. Well, it depends on whether they've got a good user experience. Um, anyway, so twenty twenty four resolutions. Tell oh. me what you're thinking. Okay, so I am going to swim in the sea more. Yeah. I am going to walk on the grass more. That one's a bit weird, but I'm like, take my shoes off and get grounded. Get grounded, get love. Get grounded yeah. to the yeah. earth. Just run around the garden, bare feet, basically. Yeah. Neighbours love that. <laughs> Go naked. Go naked. <laughs> show us your bits. Get really them. natural and show us your bits, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, sea swimming and, and sauna. Have you seen that there's a new sauna on the seafront that is six pounds for 15 minutes, which sounds like a lot I only need 15 minutes. And after that, I'm like sweating to the core. Six pounds, I think it's brilliant. So I'm going to try and do that once a week. So these are a few things. And then get good sleep. I'm doing dry January, which I know is incredibly boring. 
No, it's not. It's always good to have a bit of a reset. It's, it, that's why I'm doing it, is I just feel like I need that month off and yeah. I'm actually really loving it. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is so good. You know, by February, I'll be like, this is so boring. But like right now, I'm loving it. Yeah. Um, and kind of drinking herb teas and eating healthier. And then Rupert every year makes me sign up to some strange thing. <laughs> I'm glad he I never got my children to do that. Uh-huh. with an idea. Last year, it was like no red wine or crisps for a year. I yeah. yeah, I lasted nine months on the crisps. <gasps> and then I ate nine months worth in the last three months <laughs> in a week. Of the year. <laughs> 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 like, um, I love crisps. So I haven't signed up to that. But what I have done is I've agreed to do a sit-up every day for the number of whatever day it is. So, you know, like on the first I did one, on the second I did two, on the third I did three. Last night, what was the date? The 10th? 10th. Yeah, she can't walk. <laughs> <laughs> I did struggle. He was like, come on! <laughs> So, uh, yeah, by the 31st, God yeah, knows. Yeah, you're going to be like gonna be abs. In. But abs I've agreed to do this all year. Oh, wow. So can you imagine what my abs will be like by December? Yeah, but you. But on the 1st of February, you have to go back to one, don't you? Yeah, which I like. You like. Okay, so you, <laughs> only, have, you actually only have to do 31 at a time. I thought you were going to have to do 365 by the end of the year. Yeah. I yeah, couldn't, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't. A challenge, I, couldn't, I, no, I no, upped no, the I challenge. No, no. I laid the gauntlet. <laughs> I really um, couldn't. Yes, I'm not very good at resolutions because I always break them. I find that if I put myself under enormous strain to kind of like not drink or that, I mean, I, I am trying to lose weight and Emlyn went for a health check, which I've been badgering him to because these men are not great at taking care of their health. But he went for a health check um, and he came back with terrible news that our scales in our bathroom are three pounds out. And I said, are they three pounds out <laughs> you know heavier or or like lower and he said no no they're three pounds out so you're actually three pounds heavier than you thought you were oh that's the most depressing and it's about, and my scales are quite old and i look down at them actually it's quite difficult to see down there what they actually say but it's quite annoying that i'm actually i'm heavy on my scales and actually that i'm actually three pounds heavier than they're actually saying so so that was a bit of a blow i sometimes say that you need the scales i was at work on Wednesday, and uh, I bent over to pick something up and ripped my trousers. That's a sign, Alice. So, That's a sign. I don't think I need the scale. I don't need the scale. I mean, usually I measure myself by my jeans because I've got, you know, I've got my fat girl jeans. I've got my eating trousers. Obviously, I wore them all Christmas and baggy clothes. And then I've got jeans. And then you put your jeans on in January. You go, oh, I'm getting the zip up. It I doesn't feel comfy. No, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't. doesn't feel comfy. Um, so I've yes, got, I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight. Have you got a pair of? Trousers that you've kept, or you know, this is this is like my show your bits. I've got a pair of diesel jeans that I used to wear when I was eighteen, and I've kept. Oh, them. really? And I always keep thinking one day. I've got, <laughs> which is the most ridiculous thing ever, because I was like size eight. Yeah, but, you know, See, one, I've one day I'm this. like, oh yeah, I'll get into those. I've got lots of when the magical cure. Yes, comes along, when, the, when I've got, I've got loads of those in my loft in Mallorca in our house in Mallorca, and I get the loft fashion down every summer. I've got trousers from sort of like 2004, 2005, which I love, which are kind of Nicole Fari green combat trousers. And I've every year I've gone, oh, one day I'll get those on. And then I gave them to my daughter, Roxy, who is really thin, and she put them on. They look great on her. I was like, I was that thin? Yeah, I know, <laughs> so, it's mad. Wow, wow. wow. It's not about thinness. No, it's not it about, it's about, about being health. Healthy. And, and I actually, actually think yeah. that, that that is... So I'm starting to think I've got to be happy with who I am and it's not about that it's about just trying to yeah eat better sleep better yeah live better yeah shout less oh yes so my it's my son's birthday this week and we are going to surprise him 
with a dog. <gasps> it's, it's been a thought process oh for years and years and years since he was dog? since he was about five. Oh, he's wanted a dog, sweet. and you know, and now he's turning fourteen, and we finally given in and I think he's he's so past the idea that we're ever going to get one that he's not even oh he's going to be so he's not even, <laughs> he so, doesn't even talk about it anymore he's like I'm so over this it's never going to happen and oh it's the best thing and I'm just do. like that feels really feel, feels really good because I'll be walking more yeah. getting the dog was the best thing so we Roxy a little bit nervous Roxy has always wanted a dog and when she was little she used to badge she used to present us with a powerpoint presentation weekly of the kind of dogs that's that we exactly have. what yeah and um and then we went away for this weekend in november that we always go to with our great friends dawn and paddy and they said right they sat us down and said we're staging an intervention in your marriage and we're like oh, what have we done they went just get the child a dog what are you thinking of there's no reason for you not to have a dog and we were like oh, okay so then i got completely obsessed because roxy's birthday is on the 29th of january and i was like i've got to get a dog for her birthday and then blah, 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 to be fair you work then, from home you yeah, haven't got any excuse no excuse anyway Anyway, on her birthday, I gave her... Uh, I'll send you the video that I found the other day. I gave her a lead and a collar in a um, present. And I said, no, this is what you're, you're going to need, one of these. And she went, oh, are we getting a dog? And she was so excited. And we got Ziggy on New Year's Day. And um, we got rid of all the neighbours at 4am. And everybody goes on. We went to go to all sorts to the dog rescue charity and um, got picked up this puppy. And Emily found it really hard because you had to choose. And there was lots of... And Ziggy was the little runt at the back with a little brown patch on his neck and all the others were quite yappy and Roxy, and Roxy said oh I want this one and it was the best one but it was worth it for Emlyn uh, <laughs> the next day on the 1st of January outside trying peeing outside trying to show the dog how to pee outside it was really funny in the snow anyway it was re- but he's the best thing that was ever he, happened was he quite difficult was, no. it, was, it, well, diff- we was did, it quite hard at the beginning well we didn't get him till he was about 14 weeks 15 weeks old so the very little puppy stuff had been we hadn't got them as a very very, but you do need to train them, and you do you need to, do need to train them from the beginning. And if you get into really bad habits with them, you know, don't let them sleep on your bed, don't let them no. go upstairs, give them a lovely space that's theirs. I that, feel like know. in some ways that's why. So I for ages I was looking for an older dog, thinking well it will all be done and everything they'll be trained and it'll be like two years old or it'll be three years old. But then that means it's come along with some trauma as well because it will. Yeah, the reason yeah. why it will be there is because it's had some trauma and and actually it might have had a different life. Whereas I feel like having a puppy, we can make it. It we, is. It, it will be our life. Yes, but it is it, very, very, be, very know, hard work. It's like a new oh baby. God. It will be a hard. Oh it's going to be hard, but very, very exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, what are you watching? Tell me things about what you're watching at the moment because it's January, dry January, and we're kind of so in. I and have yes, yeah, so at the weekend I literally. Went out, did swam in the sea, and then came back and basically got cosy and just watched TV all day. It yeah. was amazing. I loved it. Um, but I watched Silent Night, which is the darkest Christmas film I've ever watched in my entire life. I haven't life. seen it, but now but I'm I would it suggest now. everybody watching it. Right. It the first half is the most incredible characterization, and it's got Keira Knightley. It's got an amazing array of fabulous stars. And it's really funny and it's got some brilliant kid actors in it. And then it turns, the plot changes and it becomes the darkest thing you've ever seen in your life. And then I'm watching one about a serial killer podcaster called something. <laughs> so I'm really All useful, I can't remember anything. I went, um, I'm watching... A Research, really, Alice. <laughs> I'm watching a Drop of Gold on Apple, which you that? would like. It's about a girl who discovers that she can't drink 
she's kind of French, she's very cool, and then she gets a phone call from her father saying he's, she's got to come to Tokyo, and her father is estranged, she hasn't spoken to him for 10 years, and she gets on a private jet that he sends to Tokyo, but when she gets there, he's died. And it turns out that he is a multi-billionaire, but he is famous because he's got the world's greatest wine collection. And so she goes to the reading of the will, and there's another guy there who's her father's protege, who's a Japanese guy, and the lawyer says, your father has devised a test to see who is going to inherit his entire fortune and this priceless wine collection. And you have to both test, you have to both test, taste three wines over the next month. Whoever can distinguish what they are and where they're from wins the fortune. So it's kind of like this test, but it's all about but wine. But she testing. doesn't drink. But she doesn't drink, so it's because she's got this childhood trauma about him, and he. It turns out that he kind of tested her on tastes and smells, and so anyway, so it's about it's about your palate and about kind of like sensation and smelling and stuff. It's really interesting. It's about amazing. how to, how to do wine. So that's really, really good. good. And I've been doing a lot of reading. I bought you um I bought you Mary, uh, Maggie O'Farrell's The Marriage Portrait which um, I'm going to lend you, which I've just finished, which I loved. But I really love this. It's all set in the 1560s. And it's about it's about a young girl who gets married to this guy and then she thinks her life's in danger, which is very good. But I've also included in this the bookmark that I got from Booker De Luca, your favourite thing in Rome. No, non a better. Uh, non a better, sorry. One day a man, very rich but very stingy, visited the rabbi and he was pretty concerned. The rabbi took his hand, guided him in front of the window and asked, what do you see? I see the people walking down the street, he answered. The rabbi took his hand once again and led him in front of a mirror. Look, what do you see now? And the man answered, I see myself. And so the rabbi said, you see both the window and the mirror are made of glass. The only difference is a thin layer of silver. And when a little bit of silver is involved, we stop seeing others and we only see ourselves. Oh, yeah. That is quite a good lead on to Show Us Your Bits. Yeah. Which is about silver and gold. It's about silver and gold. Um, actually, I've bought you... Oh, where's it's it very deep for a restaurant, it's I've got to say. Deep. <laughs> they had a very deep table mat as well, which I shared on my Instagram. It's very down to earth, though. It's like very a most, it's down like to earth. A really, very, very yeah. down to earth. It's but, a um, beautiful restaurant, though. Not yeah. So, lots of reading... Lots of writing, starting a new book with Emlyn, which is very exciting. Miss Beaton's coming out in that's amazing October, which is a very exciting that's thing really to look brilliant. forward to. We're going to get yeah. you writing yes. as well. I'm going to write Shop Girl. Yeah, all about we're going to get Shop Girl written. Shop. Yeah, and we're going to do lots of podcasting. So on this season, very exciting. Quite lots of new, we lovely have. guests. Got some amazing ones. And we're going to be talking about people's stories and people. We've got lots of people who from the world of film, from the world of podcasting, from the world of fashion, from styling. We've got all sorts of people. We have on. Got some inc- and we're going to do it every Wednesday, and we're going to put it out every Friday. So be sure to listen. And if you have any bits and bobs, and uh, we're still stories, really interested. We're, we'd really, really love to hear because actually, what we'd quite like to do is some Instagram posts just with little stories of people and their jewellery that they wear and where they got them from and things that mean something to them. So I think it will be really fun. So please do get in touch with us on the Show Your Bits podcast Facebook page and also on the Instagram. So 
do have a listen and please do like, rate, review and share with your friends. And please get in touch with us on Instagram or Facebook at Show Us Your Bits Podcast if you have an interesting piece of jewellery or an anecdote you'd like to share. Until next time, ta-ra! ta-ra.